it had like all these little levers on it. But one of my favorite favorite um, toys, actually. You know, a big big loader. <laughs> Do they still call you that? <laughs> In the world of conspiracies, the supernatural, and the downright spooky, there are only two men who you can trust: Dennis Lynn and Roger O'Sullivan. Or as they prefer to be called, the Unexplained Legends. In 2014, the Broaddus family moved into their dream home, only to be bombarded by mysterious and threatening letters from an anonymous source. Who was this mysterious epistolarian? This week on Unexplained Legends, The Watcher. Uh, why? I just, you know, fill up the park, I guess. French people are probably sick of doing it at this stage. Who's who's fill up my park? <laughs> hey! Here we go. We're going on that. All right, go on. Straight in, quickly. <laughs> Welcome, listeners, to Thank this God. week's episode of Unexplained Legends, where myself and Dennis Lynn, my co-host here... <laughs> my my park is being reduced every week. <laughs> every week is being reduced. Slowly eroded. Do you know what I'm doing? You don't know this, but I'm spending an awful lot of time building a soundboard of you. Yeah, I, just to replace me. Well, I'm not saying. I'm just saying, if anything was to happen to you, it would just mean that we could do episodes while you were in hospital, or you know, while you were poisoned. Yeah, I, or I, this is coastal erosion. This is the equivalent of coastal erosion. I need, I need seawall defenses. Okay, you can say your own name, so Dennis. Dennis Len. There we go. Thanks. It felt like I was at a kid's birthday party. That's great. <laughs> and together we are the Unexplained Legends. Yeah, as previously stated. Yeah. Um, we've just been stuck in the Twilight Zone, listeners. Yeah. For half an hour while we've been we've been going around in circles and forgetting that we have to start the podcast. <laughs> yeah, we had a good chat, though. We did. We Hit did. a massive speed bump at one point, but yeah. we got over it. And do you know what? I'm glad all your family's okay. Yeah, thank God. The, uh, this week, Dennis... We're covering a story that is a bit different from our usual stories. But having said that, the way it's a bit different is similar to last week's episode. All right. Okay, cool. So same, but different. Yes. Which is really what everyone wants. All right. Nice. So what did we do last week? (laughs) So last week, uh, we will have done Cicada 3301. All right. Okay. So we're verging on kind of conspiracy theories, puzzles? No. Searches? Hunts? uh, yeah, a hunt, you could say, in a okay, way. Okay, all right. Uh, what, the way this is different is that this is like a more modern, like a more recent happening. Okay. What do you think is the most recent podcast we've done in the 20-something episodes? Like the the most recent event. Yeah. Like in terms of, yeah. oh, that's a good question. Will I, will I pull up the podcast and have a look through it? Do. Them? Us in the year 2022. Okay. I guess that it's probably John Titter, is it? Considering that he's in the future. Would that be the most oh, recent? Oh, that's, that's clever. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> that's clever. I like this. I like I this. I like that. I do like that. I guess you could argue that Denver Airport still exists. <laughs> that's true, actually, yeah. And they're still at it as well. They're still adding more stuff to it. Yeah. I saw a sign for them the other day that uh, they said construction uh, in progress and they had lizards in builders' hats. We, we should put that on the, on the Instagram. I guess you could say Hollow Earth still there. Yeah, stuff that's still there. I suppose discovery of it would nearly matter, wouldn't it? Yeah, I think that we're going to go Cicada, uh, Cicada and um, Denver International Airport are probably the most recent ones. Cicada's last post, when was that? Uh, that last post was twenty. 
Oh, actually, 2017, I think. All right, okay. So, uh, yeah, Denver then. When did they put up the blue horse? <laughs> oh, that's uh, you're testing me now. Is that recent? 2008, maybe. All right, okay. I think I think um, I think uh, Cicada probably wins. We we had a we had a listener tell us that supposedly this isn't confirmed, but supposedly there is a bit of an association between horses and Denver. Yeah, but we we don't know the link. We didn't. It's a it's a shaky link. Yeah. Also, I think you saying that this isn't confirmed as well is. Is a bit rich considering the podcast we do. <laughs> what? <laughs> As you lick your lips. <laughs> the I don't I don't con- there nothing is confirmed in life except for a just eat order. That's what I say. Yeah. Never go to just eat though, unless they want to sponsor us, in which case I will. The last night, what do we have? I think we went overboard last night. Yeah. We went back to an old faithful. An old faithful called we'll just say Dennis yeah. Chippy. Dennis, Dennis Chippy. Chippy. Sounds like we're making it up, but this Dennis has got two ends, I've got one. Dennis Chippy, good chipper, definitely. Yeah, definitely great chipper, yeah. Um, nothing bad to say against it. But we always just order too much. Yeah, it's it's very hard to measure it, though. Very yeah. hard to measure it. I think their curry as well is is unassumingly um, heartburny. Like, you know, like it's thick. It's it's made of... It's like... I, I can only describe that they've melted down tires and put spice into it. Lovely. Yeah. <laughs> but, it, but in a nice way. Good chipper. Should, should reiterate, good chipper. <laughs> yeah, no, great chipper. But just the sheer volume. The sheer, I, I still have heartburn, like, since it... Well, I can't night. believe that you you splurged out to get the curry sauce. Yeah, I did. Curry's gone up. It's the latest victim in the... Um, Inflation. Yeah. I said to you the other day, and this is true, that if you don't just buy bread and milk as like your weekly shop, your markers for inflation just become insane. Like, yeah, you've no idea. Yeah, like mine was like, oh my, what? Mr. Freezes have gone up 40 cent. How much is this non costing me? <laughs> this is crazy. She's not that old. All right, what are we doing this week, so? Oh, uh, this week, Dennis, we're covering something called The Watcher. Okay, The Watcher. Are you, uh, yesterday, when I mentioned this to you, you said you'd never heard of it, and you said, "And don't tell me." Yeah, I didn't want to know anything about it because you're you're very you love telling me stuff, so you'd get in a roll about it, and then I'd find out things, and the podcast episode would be ruined. That's true. Then I, I have to do a bit of lying. Let's be honest, though, because in the moment, I I thought that it was half that and half leave me alone. Well, <laughs> I was very busy at work, but yeah. I think there now though you have kind of done me in a tiny bit. <laughs> Because you just revealed that I actually did hear about it after I kind of went, oh, this is interesting. So yeah, but there's also been other gonna, times... We're going to get a couple of letters. There's also been other times that I've pretty much told you exactly what we're doing an hour before the podcast. Like as in, it, this is what we're covering. And, you, and once we start the podcast, you go, what is it? Uh, my great, my greatest trait in this podcast is my complete loss of memory. Oh, and yeah. at, at a moment's notice, memory gone. The before we get on to the lamestream narrative, do the place down the road that we go to for breakfast sometimes. Yeah, no, and I mean the one close by. We won't say the name yeah, yeah. because it will dox us. The Haggis Place. Do they do pancakes? Yes, they do. Do they? Yeah. Did do you, you want to go there afterwards? Uh, Shorter trip. Yeah, I I don't think I can do a long trip today because I'm going to be doing a very long trip tomorrow to another country. Yeah, to traveling France. man. Traveling yep. man. To to gay party. Get that stamp on your passport. And I, I've been doing, um, I've been learning on Duolingo. Yeah. I've been learning. <laughs> German. Yes. <laughs> At the beginning of June 
2014. It's hard to make 2014 sound scary. Not the scariest of years. <laughs> no, it's. Uh, I remember it being quite a nice year, to be honest. Vintage year for me. Can't remember. The uh, at the beginning of June 2014, Maria and Derek brought us. We're preparing to move into their dream home. 657 Boulevard in Westfield, New Jersey. I have to bring this up. Yeah. Right? I just have to bring this up. The conspiracy theories that name people's addresses, I find mind-boggling. Even the Enfield haunting, where like that is just out there. Like You can, can just go. You can go to that house. You can yeah. take pictures outside it. I find that crazy, that they're just doxing people. Like, uh, and, and there's no way to get rid of it. Yeah, good point, actually. Like I can just Google Maps this now. Yeah, we've got their we've got their names, we've got their first names, their second names, and we've got like a, a, I assume a time that they lived at this house. Who knows if they moved afterwards? Yeah, yeah. But that's a lot of information. I wonder are any of these people like victims of identity fraud. That's a good point, actually. Uh, put put a pin in that because that's a good. Does that come up? No, it doesn't come up. But I think that it, we should chat about it later. That okay. It, so there's something interesting about that. I think. So they've they've moved into six five seven Boulevard. In Westfield, New Jersey. The home, built in a Dutch colonial revival style in 1905. <laughs> I love that style. Yeah, yeah, one of my favourite styles. If you had to describe it, what would you say it's like? Uh, I would say, do you, know, do you know the Dutch colonial style? Yeah. It's a bit like, imagine trying to bring that back. Yeah, really, just in a modern kind of take on that. Yeah, but modern in 1905. What do you think sets it apart from, like, just, let's say, normal build? Oh, um, just the Dutch characteristics. That, yeah, they'd be pretty pretty prevalent. In yeah, them. yeah. There's like, there's uh, the door handles are clogs. <laughs> oh yeah, of course they are. <laughs> yeah, the door handles are clogs. Um, there's there's a, a canal running through the middle just, of the house. There's just one very angry Dutch listener. <laughs> yes, God, there, fucking clogs. Why always the clogs? There's, there's one room. One room's a windmill. <laughs> why? 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 <laughs> Sorry, you've just hit on something. The Dutch have the silliest collection. I was just going to say this. Why? Do you... Okay, they got tulips as well, yeah, which yeah. Is, which is great. Like win- yeah. tulips, windmills, and clocks. Is that so? So like, wait. No I wonder they're smoking so much weed. Wow, <laughs> doesn't even make sense. I don't know what that means. Um, that's a what a what a strange collection. Because what what would the Irish one be? Obviously, pot of gold, shamrocks. Um, Green stuff, leprechauns, yeah, uh, potatoes, sectarianism, yes, uh, weird orange men. <laughs> uh, the house, house divided in a very kind of gerrymandering kind of way. Yeah, so that that's that one, and but 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 the Dutch ones are funny. <laughs> <laughs> it's weird. Your own stereotypes are yeah. so insulting. I hate, hate them. them Other yeah. ones. Kind of funny, yeah. That's you know. I think I think there's something in that. Dave. Yeah, I think it. I think it. I think it is um kind of a, a oh, what do you call it? A scale or not a scale, but like a whatever that thing is. The arrow that goes back and forward. Or oh, maybe it is a scale. Yeah, it's a scale. I think. But you know, like that. There's like you know the Irish ones. Boo. The Dutch ones are in the middle. It's kind of like ha. Yeah. And then it goes back over to like Jesus Christ, no, again. But the Dutch ones, I think, are safe in the middle. I think that the Dutch is probably one of the few stereotypes. You can still just get away with. Oh, I hope we can. <laughs> yeah, actually, that's true. That's true. Um, I'll, I'll, do you know what? After this, I'll check how many Dutch listeners we have. I, I'm telling you, there are Dutch listeners smashing their De- clogs off the decimated. floor. <laughs> the um, they'll be they'll be spitting up their stroop waffles. The they're setting their windmills to max. 
<laughs> They're gonna come over and get us. So they bought this home. The Bronises bought this home for nearly one point four million dollars. These are Richie's sort, eh? Yeah. I wasn't expecting that when I started researching the story. And it's in New Jersey. New Jersey, yeah. Uh, that's a huge amount of money. Huge. Back in the day as well. Yeah, yeah. Huge Because, amount. you know, like every year now the prices of houses go up by like a million pounds. So yeah. even though it's recent. Uh, yeah, like this is after the housing crash. Mm. So this, it's like they haven't bounced back yet. But a small price to pay <laughs> for Lovely. Maria and Derek's perfect house. And the ideal place to raise their three young children. This is the first one of these that you've written and, and said that sounds like the start of maybe kind of a pulpy love or sex novel. You think so? Yeah, yeah? a little bit. Maybe sex novels are a bit strong. But, you know, kind of um, who, who are the people that write those things? You know, who's the one who's like really, 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 really like uh, Keynes, Marion Keynes? Oh, or, yeah, yeah. You know, people like that. I think you could be onto something here. Have you ever thought about writing that? Um, I'd be lying if I said I had. Yeah, I'm just ima- I get, I'm imagining them in their dream home now, and it's I don't know, it's warm. Your writing is warm today. Mm. That's the mortgage signed, Derek said, in his raspy, sexy voice. Hmm. Brilliant. I'm glad we worked so hard to save that deposit. Maria returned in a breathy, sensual voice. The two spent four hours finishing the admin. So, uh, it was located in one of the safest cities in the entire entirety of the USA. Now, uh, why would you be telling me that at this point in the story? Oh, that they're no. located in one of the safest cities? No. Sure, what'll happen to them? They're in the safest city in their 1.4 million Dutch house. Yeah, I'm, ju- I'm just saying, just colour. Just colour. Oh, so we don't need to worry about that. Yeah, I'm we? just adding a bit of colour okay. to the... Thank yeah. God they're in a really safe place. Yeah, yeah, yes, yeah. And a stone's throw... From Maria's own childhood home. Nothing could ruin this moment for the Bradises. Thank God. Good. Cool. I, I, yeah, I, you know over. what? And I hope nothing does. Episode over. Episode over. This is a short one. Yeah, yeah. I've enjoyed it. it. A short or so they thought. Oh, Jesus Christ. <laughs> Three days after the sale of the house was completed, the Bradises were shocked to discover a letter in their mailbox addressed simply to the new owner. What was inside would change their lives forever. This is back to my old thing, right? My old thing. Someone sold this house. Mm-hmm. This, whatever is happening in here or whatever is terrorizing this house, it was happening before this, surely. Put a pin in that. Put put a pin in that. All right. Well, whether I am incorrect or correct on that, I still stand by that point that anyone who sells a haunted house, like to another person, knowingly without revealing that it's haunted, they should they should be able to like there should be a buyback scheme. There should be a government buyback scheme. You're you're a real single issue voter, and that's your single issue. Yeah, I I would get elected on that. Yeah. The <laughs> inside was a letter typed in cursive font. Oh no. Jesus, it's cursive. Worst kind of font. Yeah, that's isn't it? scary. Which said, Dearest new neighbor of 657 Boulevard, allow me to welcome you to the neighborhood. How did you end up here? Did 657 Boulevard call to you with its force within? 657 Boulevard has been the subject of my family for decades now, 
and as it approaches its 110th birthday, I have been put in charge of watching and waiting for its second coming. My grandfather watched the house in the 1920s. My father watched it in the 1960s. It is now my time. Who am I? There are hundreds and hundreds of cars that drive by 657 Boulevard each day. Maybe I'm in one. Look at all the windows you can see from 657 Boulevard. Maybe I am in one. Look out any of the many windows in 657 Boulevard and at all the people who stroll by each day. Maybe I am one. You have children. I have seen them. So far, I think there are three that I've counted. Do you need to fill the house with the young blood I requested? Better for me. Was your old house too small for the growing family? Or was it greed to bring me your children? Once I know their names, I will call to them and draw them to me. The author signed off as merely the Watcher. Wow. Can I just quickly demonstrate something? Go on. Would you be able to just twist your laptop around? Yeah, So yeah. I could just look at the letter. You heard the way you read it. Yeah. Right? What if you read it like this? Dearest new neighbor of 657 Boulevard, allow me to welcome you to the neighborhood. <laughs> How did you end up here? Did 657 Boulevard call to you with its force within? 657 Boulevard has been the subject of my family for decades now. And as it approaches its 110th birthday, I have been put in charge of watching and waiting for its second coming. My grandfather watched the house in the 1920s and my father watched it in the 1960s. It's now my time. Do you see the way that's different? The first section. I, I bet- forget the last section. <laughs> no, right, no, I'll, I'll read the last okay, section. Okay, go on, yeah. Where, where's, the, where's the stuff about eating the kids or something? This um, <laughs> is <laughs> Okay. So, who am I? There are hundreds and hundreds of cars that drive by 657 Boulevard each day. Maybe I'm in one. Look at all the windows you can see from 657 Boulevard. Maybe I'm in one. Look at... <laughs> you have children. I've seen them. So far, I think there are, are three that I've counted. Do you need to fill the house with young blood I requested? Better for me. Was your old house too small for the growing family? Or was it greed to bring me your children? Yeah, no, it's quite hard to, to yeah. read the last bit. But you can see how it could... Maybe he's just overzealous. Maybe it's a bit of a laugh. I actually like your idea that the first time they've read through this letter, they're really wrong-footed. <laughs> I think you would read it like that, though, wouldn't you? Dearest new neighbour. He's like, who's my quirky neighbour? Oh, he wants to... Does he want to kill or eat her children? Oh, that's interesting. That's interesting. Oh, young blood. Maria, maybe don't read the end. What would you feel if you got that letter? Like, what would be running through your mind? I'd go, that's next week's episode started. I the first thing I would think is probably like now the first thing I think is that's uh that's really going to help the podcast take off. Mm. But the other thing I would think is at least it's not a bill. That's that true. Would be a big one. Um, I would be I'd be fairly scared, but at the same time I'd be confident in my ability to figure out who it was. Do you know the amount of these letters that we are going to receive over the course of our lifetime, either from each other? From friends or from listeners after this can of worms we've just opened. Well, the each other thing, I just, where did that come from? So you're saying that you're already prepping one of these. I feel like I will send you a letter if you get a host, yeah. I think that would be hilarious. Well, honestly, I'd say good luck to you with me getting a host. (laughs) That's that's my first thought. That's my real first thought. I thought the genie from a few episodes ago. Maybe renting. Renting a small place. I've seen you rent this new home. (laughs) I hope that you don't ruin the deposit. Where did you get the deposit? Yeah. I see you have two chairs. 
So the Broadduses, confused and terrified by the letters, reached out to the previous owners. This ties into what you were talking about, of, uh, of surely this isn't the first time it's happened. The previous owners of the house, the Woodses, informed them that they had received a single letter signed by a figure called the Watcher mere days before they were set to move out of the property. Oh, liars. Absolute liars. That's what they said. That's so, it's like, oh, no, you know what? The basement started leaking. Actually, it was just a couple of days before we left. We just noticed it. Oh, wait, the engineer didn't spot it. Like, your man's saying that he's, his granddad and everything is, is uh, one of the weirdos in, this, in the neighbourhood for, what, 120 years? Uh, 110 years, like... Well, or are either, you, either so. No, but, no, you're... Well, yeah, whichever one. Anyway, yeah, yeah, but, you know, it covers it, so... Yeah. They're lying, like... No, I don't think so. Because they say, given the strangeness of the letter and the fact that they were about to move out, they just ignored it. And failed to mention it to the new owners. So they got, but they got a similar one that says, you know, I'm the watcher, I'm going to be watching over you. Basically, the same as that letter. Three days before moving out, it, we don't know what's actually in that letter. Okay, and was it? Was it? We don't know who was addressed to. Maybe he just. Do you know what happened to him? He put in the letter too soon, and they read it. That's a good point. And then he, and then they were like, "Oh, we got the letter as well." And then he's like, "Oh, for fuck's sake, I have to write that letter now again." New letter. Type it out. That actually could have happened again. That could have happened. We don't I found it hard to find information about what was on the Woods's letter. Mm. So, I always assumed that it would be like telling them, "I can't believe you're moving out. You're betraying the I assumed it would be along those lines." Yeah. But you could you could be right. Could be the same letter by mistake. But after after confronting the Woods's together, the Broadduses and the Woods, they went to the police in order to seek help. The police immediately told them to keep the incident secret because they need to they need to, to begin an investigation. And as of now, all of their neighbours were considered suspects. And do we know how many neighbours lived on the street? I know you said there's many windows. I know that's a very difficult question. But I just want to know, is it like a, is it suburban? I mean, are you going to just look them up and Google Yeah, maps? I'll pull it up. That would be good. As is the problem with these <laughs> given street out addresses. View. 657... Jeez, it really looks lovely. Okay, the way I would describe this is classic Goosebumps suburbia. Yes, yes. If you don't understand what that is, uh, I feel sorry for you because it's the perfect description. Yeah. (laughs) And yeah, why are you listening to this podcast? But that's basically what it is. That's beautiful, isn't it? If you've seen any American movie where kids go trick-or-treating, this is the neighborhood. Wow, that looks so lovely. No, it is a gorgeous neighborhood. So, yeah, all right. So this guy is hiding out in one of those houses, supposedly. Or in one of the cars. We don't know. That's the front of the house there. Front of the house. Got lovely brickwork at the bottom. Just your classic, classic American Go- Goosebumps yeah. trick-or-treating house. Oh, what style is this house in? Oh, it's in the, the, the Goosebumps. The Neo-Goosebumps revival style. Ah, it has slime on it. Nice. Oh, very nice. What about the, the one next door shaped like a windmill with um, the door handles are clogs? Oh, ignore that. <laughs> the... Uh, so, within two weeks, get this, the Broadduses had received another bloody letter addressed to them. But you, you mean bloody or like... Oh, no, sorry. Just another letter. Okay, yeah. yeah. Poor choice of, <laughs> yeah. of words there. Just adding a bit of colour. Another, another fucking letter. Okay. <laughs> this time, giving more detail about the family. This is a bit creepy now. Such as their children's nicknames. The order of the children's births, so like what age they are, and asking if one of their daughters was the artist of the family because they'd seen her painting with an easel 
in uh, in the home. First two, or sorry, the last two, you could probably eyeball. Yeah. So you see someone painting, perfect, you know. Um, sneak around the back of their house, have a look in, totally fine. The births, you could eyeball, definitely. Just like who's yeah, taller, yeah. who's younger. Yeah, yeah. The first one, if you can remind me again. The nicknames. That's weird. Yes. How do you get to find out the nicknames? Yeah, so some people have theorized like... Is the place bugged? Could be. Or I saw earlier you were going in with ghost. Ghost? You said that earlier, like if a, if a house is haunted. You, you mean a ghost that. is writing the letters? <laughs> no, no, no. I'm, I don't mean that. I he don't. has a ghost on the inside. <laughs> yeah, he, he's, <laughs> he is a ghost informant. That's a, the, the ghost. The ghost is like... Telling uh, him everything. Yeah. But, but he has nothing to do with the letters. Letters, very mundane. How do you get the ghost to work for him? Oh, in a movie, the ghost would be uh, uh, like his grandfather's original victim, a servant that worked in the house. Oh, yes, yes, yes. I mean, no one's going to make that, but servant ghost informant, but... We might make it. <laughs> we might make it. Okay, so that, that's creepy because yeah. I actually have experience of this. And we were watching a show last night where they mentioned it and I just didn't bring it up. Oh, I know, I know exactly what you're talking about. Go on, yeah. But uh, when you were younger, for a laugh... Uh, and I didn't realize that this was a, a thing that everyone did, or else it's just basically me and Bob Martimore. But yeah, me and my friends used to um, hide in bushes in the back gardens of people's houses and watch people have dinner and go about their lives. Now it was not in a in a in a in a perverted voyeuristic sense. That was not our our yeah. objective. We were just young fellas, but it was more like, isn't this hilarious? Watching, you know, I don't know, the Murphys having dinner. Yeah, and. The thing I will tell you about that from my experience is you can't, like, no matter how close you get to that window, you can't hear anything. Really? No, you can't, you can't hear anything. Like, if they're shouting, yeah, maybe. If, uh, uh, you know, maybe it's single glaze, you might have a chance. Yeah. You really can't hear anything. That's interesting. So you are just picking up on what's going on. Yeah. This is different. As well. But do, do you ever do garden norming? No. What's that? That's where you just stand out in from somebody's front lawn pretending to be garden norms and you just wait there, like, you just see how long it takes for them to come out and <laughs> and say what the fuck is going on. It's to figure out the nicknames thing. I guess the only way you'd you'd know that, let's say you park up. This is a big street as well, if you're imagining it. It is quite yeah. a big road, like big American road. So you park up in a nondescript um, car. You park up. You have the window down a little bit. And you hear them come in from school or come in from like shopping or something. You probably would hear the nicknames. Okay, but still not easy. Though. No, it's not easy. You yeah. have to go to your ways. But but uh, again, you'd figure it out, you know. I don't think you have to be inside the house to figure it out. I think, I, I, I agree with you, but I also would say all of these children are quite young. And I think at that stage, the nicknames are really personal because they're just from the... They're just from the parents to the kids. Like it's not, mm. they're not old enough for their kids to, or you know, for like a nickname to be like what they're known by. No, I just mean as in like when they're bringing in stuff or oh, getting out of a car, you yeah, know, the parent yeah. says like, that they'd hey, hear it, yeah. you know, hey, do a child's nickname. Uh, my, my nickname is Rodney Rice. Rodney Rice. Yeah. Nice. yeah. Sounds like a basketballer. <laughs> yeah, that, that, uh, that's what my, my mom used to call me, Rodney Rice. Because you loved rice? No, I don't think. No, just, I think Rodney Rice is, is a guy. You should have had that as your comedian name. Rodney Rice. Yeah. Please welcome to the stage, Rodney Rice. Hello, hello. Hi, hi everyone. Hi. Uh, don't you hate long grain? Yeah, I'm a real basmati man myself. This is what the end of that letter said. It's been years and years since the young blood ruled the hallways of the house. Have you found all of the secrets it holds? Will the young blood play in the basement? 
or are they too afraid to go down there alone? I would be very afraid if I were them. It is very far away from the rest of the house. If you were upstairs, you would never hear them scream. Will they sleep in the attic, or will you all sleep on the second floor? Who has the bedrooms facing the street? I'll know as soon as you move in. It will help me know who is in which bedroom. Then oh, I, duh. <laughs> then, <laughs> then I can he's plan better. <laughs> he is. He's a, he's a fucking... <laughs> wow, man. Great. Absolute genius. What a literal letter. Okay, so basement's scary. Are we saying that... I could I could jump the gun here. Like, way jump the gun. Mm. Are we saying he's living in the house somewhere? Listen... Is he living in a in a little place they haven't discovered yet? A little a little crawl shaft? Not uh not one of the theories. Ah, come on, come off it. The the theories we're gonna have to do some work with the theories. Because mm. I feel like that it's be, society has dropped the ball on some of these. Okay. And you'll feel that way as well. <laughs> you'll feel that way. Society as a whole. Yeah. We've let this one down. Put we'll a pin. Put our own ones. Yeah, we we definitely will. So put a pin in that one. Because I had a similar thought, but apparently you and me are just geniuses or something. So the Broadduses soon stopped bringing their children to the home after this letter, understandably. Where did they go? Where did they bring their kids? Um, I think they just gave them all up for adoption. <laughs> no, sorry, kids. Someone <laughs> wants to kill you. You're out. They, they kept them, I guess, at the other home that they were moving from. Two homes. Uh, well, they're still probably trying to sell the old one. Or maybe they're parents or something. Okay. No, Don't... Don't have information about that. All right. Yeah, I know. I was just kind of wondering. They kept them in the bin outside. All right. So they're in a bin outside. Yeah. Right. Your man has never seen them in the bin. And, but the couple are continuing to live there. No. They're just kind of popping in and out. Yeah. Yeah. So they, they've instead, they, instead of moving in, they've started to explore other options about what they can do. After six months, they tried to sell the home, but unfortunately there were no buyers due to the rumors of the of the watcher circulating in the and area. plus why are you selling it after six months oh no yeah. reason no reason no no there's no letterbox outside anymore oh. you know your weird american letterboxes that you normally have yeah. nah we've got we got rid of that got rid of that no need for it didn't want it in fact all email now no post is accepted in this house that they should have done that i love that as a, a lateral solution just just get rid of the post box yeah if you can't communicate he doesn't exist oh it's on it's on the front we're also assuming... Did he mention a gender? No, no. Yeah, so it could be he or she. We don't so know. So people assume it's a he because the way that it says, my father watched it and his father watched it. So people assume it's a man, mm. but they never mention a gender. You're right. Yeah. Poor assumption. Poor I assumption. Th- I actually think that people are very close-minded when it comes to gender of ghosts, genders of, like these, mysterious letter writers, aliens. I'll, I'll say this. Um... Uh, women ghosts are way scarier than men ghosts. Do you think so? Way scarier. Why? Uh, creepy old woman ghost versus creepy oh, old man ghost. Fair enough. But I'm thinking sexy young woman ghost. Se- yeah, I don't know. Versus sexy are young man sexy? ghost. Can they ever be sexy? Yeah, you can have a sexy ghost. Oh, I can imagine you running around the house like and your one's like, you oh. know, I don't know, like ghost chains and like half naked. And you're like, oh no, no. I hope you don't catch again. me. I'm being haunted. Oh, my pants fell off. Oh, no. <laughs> will we Will we ever bridge the gap between our two worlds? Oh. We'll give it a good shot. <laughs> oh, you, you walk in. There's ectoplasm everywhere. Wait, did we just describe a Patrick Swayze movie? Is that ghost? 
Good chance. <laughs> they, I've never seen ghosts. I've never seen it either. Really? But no. you're a big Swayze just, head. I, honestly, I've just seen the sex scenes. That's not even a lie. I've just seen the pottery scene. Oh, yeah, that's a lovely scene. The, I just, I'm just Very a big sensual. fan of pottery. Welcome to the Great Pottery Throwdown. <laughs> yeah, so they were failing to uh, sell the house. It was unsuccessful. They also attempted to sue... The Woodses, the previous owners. Good. For good. withholding the letter. Good to see it. But the judge uh, ruled in the Woodses' favour and said that there's nothing to suggest that they withheld it maliciously. That he, he said it was within reason for them to just think, oh, this is a silly letter, throw it away. Because there'd be no other... But they're evidence. talking about killing children in it. Well, we don't know what was in their letter. Silly letter. Yeah. So that proved unsuccessful. But after a year-long investigation as well by the police... Get this, there is still no progress. There is like just no... Is it, a, is it a handwritten letter? It is, isn't it? Cursive? No, it's typed in cursive font. Oh, typed in cursive font. Yeah. That's so sad. That's pathetic. It was actually typed in, um, it was typed in Comic Sans. <laughs> Comic Sans. That's, yeah. yeah. I mean, it's a good feel. I read it in Comic Sans. Yes, yeah. I think you read it in Windings. But <laughs> yeah. So it's t- it's a type letter. I read it in Gothic. Is there any is there any way you could like was there any fingerprints on the letter or anything like that? Put a pin on that. Okay. Pin. I'm sorry. I'm putting a lot of pins. No, that's I cool. can see them over there. It's cool. We're, I've got a big basket of pins over here. So the Brodesses, as a last ditch effort, they attempted to split the pro- property in two. They thought this will split it in two. Confuse them. Devo- yeah. They go, hey, Which half are we in? You don't know. Two letter boxes, twice the chance of catching them. Uh, they they were going to split it in two because they thought that would be easier to sell. Uh, however, the decision was rejected by the neighborhood planning board. And that Christmas of 2015, that it was rejected, those neighbors who'd spoken up against splitting the house were themselves subject to their own anonymous threatening letters. Good. Had anyone in the neighborhood spoke up about any letters they'd received previous to this? No. But as it happened, do you know those threatening letters? Hmm. It was written by Derek. Oh, Derek, you idiot. Yeah. Because he was so frustrated. Idiot. He, he thought he could spook them. Even though it doesn't even make sense, the letters he's sending versus the Watcher. Because the Watcher is obsessed with the home. Did he match the letters? Like, did, did he do a good job of it? I don't think he did. How did they find out it was Derek? Uh, oh, he didn't sign it, Derek, did he? he I've done that in emails <laughs> I've written for people. The Dodger is what he... Uh, <laughs> the Dodger. Uh, I think he confessed to the police. Because under he, duress. Because he was... Or under stress, <laughs> not duress. Know, he was worried about it interfering with the existing... Um, with what was going on already. I could understand why he'd do it, though. It must be a stressful time when there's yeah. like, a man haunting you. So eventually, in 2016, the Broadduses finally managed... To find a family willing to rent the property. A family. A family, yeah. And they had no problem with it? No. Did they tell them? They did. And they actually requested a special clause in the lease that would allow them to break it if any more letters were received after they moved in. So wait, are you saying that they bought the house or they're just renting it? Just renting, just renting. Oh, just renting. <laughs> yeah, yeah, just renting. Okay. The, they're, they're not they're, they're we like, should get a, a haunted ghost stalker murderer serial killer clause in our lease I think everyone should have one I, it's, I'm thinking it's going to be standard practice from now on after the podcast really takes off yeah that's going to be standard practice <laughs> it has to be hoping against hope that the nightmare was nearly over the Brontosis agreed to this clause in the lease however within weeks of the new family moving in 
another letter. And as far as I can tell, the final letter was received. 657 Boulevard survived your attempted assault and stood strong with its army of supporters barricading its gates. My soldiers of the Boulevard followed my orders to a T. They carried out their mission and saved the soul of 657 Boulevard with my orders. All hail the Watcher. Maybe a car accident, maybe a fire, perhaps something as simple as a mild illness that never seems to go away, but makes you feel sick day after day after day after day after day. Is there that many after days? There You're are. not just doing enough comical no, effect. No, there are that many. Maybe the mysterious death of a pet. Loved ones suddenly dying. Planes and cars and bicycles crash. Bones Into your break. house. <laughs> yeah. You were despised by the house. And the watcher won. I forgot to copy a bit there. What he was saying there is he was saying someday the house will get you. So that's what all okay. those things are. I fucked that up. That's fine. I, I got the gist. Yeah. So... Like, why do you think this guy is watching it then? Like, why is he so in love with a house? He's a freak. Yeah. He didn't have Netflix back then, maybe. Well, Well, the the start of it, they're talking about battles and especially the... uh, And day after day after day after day. Too many of those. That's really funny. If I was reading these letters, I know it'd be like very frightening. But if I got that letter, I'd be like, this lad's a fucking loser. Oh, yeah. Like, this lad's a proper loser. Like, this is some guy hiding in a van somewhere. Like, you know, I, I wouldn't even be scared of him at this stage. Uh, has any history sleuths popped up to try and trace this man's family or anything? No, like, as in what's going on with the house? Like, he must be connected to the area in some way. Like, you know, grandfather, was there any, like, weird stuff that went on there? So, that's a good question. No, not really. <sighs> not really. He yeah. must be connected. Yeah. He must be connected. Well, get this. Get this, right. I love this. The family renting the home, they agreed to stay after getting that letter. As long as there were CCTV cameras installed. Must have been getting a savage deal on the house. Must have been an unreal deal. Like, that's a massive house. That must have been... They must. They were been. getting a great deal. Finally, in 2019, the Brodesses managed to sell the home for $400,000 under what they paid. Dear God Almighty, someone has just bought that house... And now they're going to be stuck in it for at least two years because of COVID. Oh, that's a good point. I hadn't yeah. even thought about that. So they won't even be able to escape it or get a breather from it. There's just a letter every day coming yeah. in. And can you imagine whatever time that man had before this? Can you imagine the time he's going to have now? Yeah, he's like, I've got nothing stopping me now. That's sick. The new owners, though, Dennis, have not received any strange letters so far. And to this day... Despite a continued police investigation, the identity of the watcher, I've miswritten that as the watch here, the the identity of the watcher remains unexplained. Well, I've got some good news for these people, right? No, I'm not making light of this. This is a theory. Yeah. Okay? So don't get me wrong. Don't get me wrong. This person probably has some conditions that would not do well if he got COVID. And I think he's dead. You think so? You think that's I think he happened? died of COVID. Okay. And that's why they didn't receive any letters. Thank God they didn't. Could you imagine living in that house in COVID, with COVID? You couldn't sell it, obviously. But you also couldn't barely go outside. Yeah. Depending that, on what their state rules were. Which, judging from America, probably could go outside and do whatever you want. Do whatever the fuck you want. That's a, uh, that's a good point. He probably might be no longer with us. Yeah, could have died. Or, imagine how many 
conspiracy theory connected people died during COVID. Oh, just because serial killers, like all these people, because all, all, you know, obviously, like it's terrible, and we think of mm. people dying, you know, as you know, when you think of people dying, you always just think of good people dying. Yeah, but there could be a lot of people taken out here. That's true. Now that we're at the end of the of the story, how are you feeling at the end of the story? And then we'll go into the suspect. I'll say, for some reason, one of my most favorite stories that we've done on a podcast. Really? Yeah. yeah. This is ticking all the boxes for me. I think for you, the reason why I thought you might like this is you, are, and I don't know what your reaction to this will be, but I think you've always felt like you were born in the wrong world. You shouldn't have been born in the part of Cork that I won't mention. Uh, you should have been born in a suburban area of America, like this area, and you should have had these spooky little adventures. I will I will agree with you in a way that for the past couple of years, I have actually struggled to deal with the fact that that was not reality. Uh, like, as in, like, it breaks me when I think about it. I'm just like, the life I could have lived, you know, like, oh, my baseball's gone into the spooky garden. Better go in and get it with all my mates. You know, and then we go in and there's a big dog there and like then the old woman actually turns out to be a really nice woman. I get to know her. Her father, fa- her grandfather was, or her husband was uh, the captain of the Titanic. Um, I discover all his books. Then I, uh, my parents can't afford college, but I study all these books and I become re- like really good at all this stuff. I say I can't go to college and then she dies and in the letter she says like, you know, go on and be the best you can be. And then I get a, a huge amount of money from her. And I don't go to college and I do loads of drugs. Just every drug. Loads of drugs. And I go off the fucking rails. I'd watch that movie. That sounds pretty good. I I could picture you as well just cycling around. And your friend group, you'd have one of each individual. Like you'd have one guy who's the like the smart the smart guy you call him like calculator or something <laughs> that's um, so mean call him calculator you obviously have a fat friend yeah the you've like you, the 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 archetypal five the the five types of of children that there yeah. are um there is i hope i have a black friend and i hope i have an asian friend I you hope do I, I hope i live in that kind of suburbia you do it's basically the um is it goonies i've never seen it yeah, it is. Yeah, oh, yeah. You just live in Goonies, basically. Yeah, You'd love to I'd live love in Goonies. That. I'd love that. But you're, you're, you know who you are. Who do you think you would be? Uh, honestly, you've torn my soul right open on the podcast. Yeah. But who do you think you'd be in, like what we would imagine a typical high school of of movie fame? You know, like Fast Times at Ridgemont High or something like that. So, being genuine, mm-hmm. I think my life would have been very different if I'd grown up in America, because. I was a massive child. Yeah. So you, you were in the newspaper. Yeah, yeah, I was. Giant baby born. Um, I would have been... I <laughs> think going to kill us all. Yeah. This gigantic baby will devour us all. The, I, I would have been on the, on the football team. Would have been a jock. Yeah, but I would have been... Yeah, I guess I would have been jock, yeah. Because the thing is, in Ireland, except for rugby, but rugby was changing a lot when I was playing it, it's not really that beneficial to be huge. Mm. So, like, whereas I would have been, I would have been coaxed into. What would your American other. football team name be then? Because you would have got one. You're a linebacker. I would have been um, Grunch. Grunch, man. Are you sure your life would be better if you were Grunch? I would have been. Yeah. Do you think Grunch? Like, do you think he got a date to the prom? I think Grunch got a date to a prom. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. Who did he? Who's his? Who's he going to the date or going to the prom with? Uh, Grunch took his uh, Grunch took his cousin 
Bin lid. Yeah. <laughs> they, bin lid and grunge. They're very the second cousins. Yeah, second cousins. It's not cousins. crazy. Yeah, yeah. But grunge, grunge is having a good that's how I think I would have been. Yeah, so you would have thought you would have had a better life. I've I struggled. Not better. Just different. Different. I, yeah. I could have sworn you said better at the start. No, no, I'm saying that it would have been better in terms of like I, I would have had more use for like I would have played little league and stuff like that. Yeah, I think I think that could be framed as better. I think that's okay. I don't know, but the, I don't know. I used to, I actually struggle if I'm being completely honest. Yeah. I struggled to see where I would fit in in a high school movie. I don't know where I'd be in a high school movie. We bo- you we know what you'd be. What would I be? You, this is going to be a, a horribly embarrassing. Uh you you this is where you see yourself, but you you're too afraid to say it. Letterman jacket. You're Le- le- Leatherman. Le- Letterman. The Letterman jacket. Okay. What's a Letterman jacket? That's the one where it like has the initials of the school. You you were on the football team as well. No, I wouldn't be on a football team. See, this is the thing. I wouldn't be. Okay, what would you be then? I wouldn't. Uh, I wouldn't be on any of the sports teams. I don't think. Okay. I never. I never really played. Like I played a little bit, but I I never really played them when I was younger. Okay. So that so that's the like where do where do I fit in then? Okay. Um. Head of the drama. Uh. Hey. <laughs> we'll go to the old suspects now. Not too many suspects, this. The first suspect is known only as the gamer. <laughs> you said that very slowly. The gamer. The gamer. <laughs> I bet you, you know, depending on what he's like, and I, and I imagine that most of these people, have, these well, actually, no, that's a really unfair thing to say. I, I was going to, I was going to say that these suspects are probably, you know, assholes, so wouldn't like any any connotation like that being attached to them. But then they are just suspects. So yeah. So what, like, if there's five, if there's five suspects, four of them haven't done it, so that is entirely unfair. Yes, yeah, yeah, that 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 yeah. is true actually. By yeah. definition, it's not going to be all the suspects. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Guess that's probably fair to say. <laughs> I wasn't even thinking about that. I, <laughs> I, I was thinking guilty until proven innocent. It's weird. Like my mind is warped to that from doing the podcast because we have we have these <laughs> theories and we're just saying, well, yeah, they're probably all true. You're usually saying that about the Freemasons. Yeah, you're like <laughs> was just, those bastards. That was someone's life. So um, this guy, the Watcher, this will probably give you a good idea of how desperate the police were. The watcher, how they got this lead was that the police saw a car slow down outside the house at 1pm in the morning. So they trailed the car. Or sorry, I said 1pm, I meant 11pm at night. I got everything wrong in that sentence. (laughs) I got like, I got a a failing grade on that (laughs) sentence. Uh, So they trailed, they trailed it to what turned out to be his girlfriend's house. And they asked her about him. And she said that he was into some dark video games. Oh, wow. And that she thought that possibly one of them he played as somebody called The Watcher. Why would your girlfriend do this to you? Yeah, I don't know. Probably not. I guess a complete stitch up. Like Not a great sign for the old... And why uh, are you with him if you think that he's a maniac? Well... I mean, yeah, there's plenty of people out there with maniacs. Maybe he, maybe he's a massive hog as well. We t- a what? A massive hog. A motorbike? Yes. <laughs> do, you, do people call... They're things hogs. They do over a certain size. You know, you're not saying. But but you're you're you are admitting that it's it's wider than it is long. <laughs> it, it is, and uh, and you should shoot it if it approaches you in the oh forest. My God, um, where are we going? Oh yeah, so we were talking about this during the week, though. 
if you're a weirdo mm. and you're and you live in an area where something like this goes down like you're a weirdo like as in you just play like games you yeah just play shooting yeah. games yeah, you're yeah. automatically a weirdo in, in this place yeah you're in for a bad time oh you are like if you're anyway weird and especially if they interview if they interview you and you're a neighbor and you come across weird on television you're dead oh if if you are a weirdo you should you're one of the main um hobbies that you do in life should be trying not to be near any crimes yeah or journalists yes because if you are a weirdo and you like happen to intersect with the zodiac case or or, you know anything or this one get out of town you're in big trouble and i think as well even if you're like not what would be called a weirdo Mm. but you just do a bad interview yeah you're dead oh yeah 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 so um the police thought this was enough to interview the guy they asked him down to the station for an interview he said yeah no problem never turned up he never turned up okay but they also didn't actually have enough evidence to bring him in to, or, or to force him to come for an interview. Well, it doesn't sound like they have any evidence. They had no evidence. <laughs> and even a lot of people online speculate that the girlfriend was misremembering the game The Witcher. No way. That's what, yeah, that's oh, what of course, we, this is recent. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I keep imagining this as if it's happening in the 80s or no, something. No, no, no. So they think that she actually was just talking, oh, he plays a dark game where you play as the Watcher. They, they and just, it's literally a dark game, as in like it's, it's just lit darkly. Yeah, so people think that actually she's talking about The Witcher. Um, but yeah, so they just gave up on him, the gamer. They should give up on him. Yeah, he, he just happened to drive by. My own headcanon, what I think was happening here, is he was driving by because he've, he's heard about this creepy house. Yeah. And that's probably something you and me might do. Definitely. We're going to pair it all. Oh, yeah, yeah. The, um, and if, if, if anything weird happened, one of us would dive down into the other's lap. Yeah, and that's why we would be doing it at the time. Yes. It's and just safety protocol. That's if you ever st- catch us in that kind of position, it's safety protocol. That's our story, and we're sitting to it. <laughs> sorry, sucking to it. Sorry, sorry, sticking to it. There we go. Um, so, the next suspect is that it's somebody called Michael Langford. Okay. Right. Now, this guy was suspected by Derek. He's a neighbor. He lived next door, I think. But when they say that, I th- I'm assuming right next door, but mm-hmm. could have, you, you know... These, could be across the street. Yeah, or, yeah, yeah. You know these things. Diagonally. So, Michael, uh, he lived with his 90-year-old mother in the house next door. Weirdo. <laughs> yeah. Weirdo well, alert. This, this is it. Is he was known... By the locals to be a weirdo. Yeah. But like poor poor man looking after his elderly mother. Yeah. Weirdo. Immediately a weirdo. Yes. Uh, and he used to apparently scare people around the neighborhood. Like just with his demeanor and by just watching them. Okay. So a lot, there's a lot. I'll be honest with you. A lot of emphasis being placed on this. Him watching. As if watching is like an unusual hobby. There'd be men, old men, especially, I'm sure still now, but definitely, like if you went back 20, 30 years ago in Ireland, they'd be arrested up and down the country because some old men in Ireland, all they do is just sit in a wall and watch stuff. Yeah, yeah. That's what they do for the day. They'll just go and watch stuff and wave at cars. You know, me and my brother years ago, growing up in the countryside, what we used to do is sometimes just go down and sit like down by the road. Yeah, I think I think loads of people did that. Yeah, and just see like what's coming today. We used to go down and just sit down uh, on a bench near a petrol station. Yeah, just watch. Do, do you know what? That was our streaming. Yeah, well, it, do you know what it was? And it and was, do you know what? It was better. 
It was. Uh, we don't really have a leg to stand on in terms of that stuff, though, because like we had pretty much all the technology we could possibly need, really. I didn't. Well, you more than I did. No, I didn't. You didn't Nintendo DS with six games. That happened. That was that was later in my life. Mm. Later in my life, man. You like to paint that picture, but you know. No, it was later in my life. Up until that point, no technology. I was minutes. a luddite. Yeah, I was. Yeah, yeah. I was a member of the luddites. The I was. <laughs> the so yeah. So basically, this guy they just thought he was a freak. And he was interviewed by police, and they claimed that the house was close enough that he could have seen the daughter painting. Mm. So, so that's a that's one knock against him, I guess. But after the police interviewed him, the second letter was sent after that. So people people think that it would have been too risky for him to have sent that second letter when he already knew he was under police surveillance. Are these being sent from a post office, or are they being dropped into the letterbox? Dropped, as far as I know. Okay. Which is really... Like, and they have CCTV set up nose. Late, that's later. Oh, sorry. Okay, yeah, so yeah. We're, we're behind the time. But that's now. really... Um, that, that is like... I get the impression that that is what's happening. That they're being dropped in there. Which is really weird, isn't it? I'm imagining like a huge kind of brooms attached together. A huge long piece of wood. And like a hand at the end of it. And him just from his window putting it into the letterbox. That sounds crazy, but that's actually not a bad idea. Yeah, not a terrible idea. Yeah, if a car comes, you're fine. You are. But you're fecked if you're over there anyway. That's true. Hard to explain it. Um, how do? How would he do it, though? How would he get the letters in? Like, uh, if it was me, if I was Derek, like, I'd just be on watch constantly. Oh, yeah. Just be outside. How do you think you'd get this guy to make a mistake? How would you, how would you provoke him? Well, that's a good point. Derek. Because oh. Derek was suspicious of this. And... The police at this stage were feeling kind of inconclusive. Derek tried to coax them into sending another letter by passing in a letter next door to just the Langfords uh, saying that they were planning to demolish the house. Oh, right. So if if he knew, he would say something in his letter about the houses being demolished. Yeah. Which isn't... That's, that's a bit leaky as well, though, because someone could just mention that, you know. It's true. But as it happened, nothing... Nothing came from it. No, but they, you mentioned this earlier, DNA evidence on the letter. Mm. They found one They found uh, one piece of DNA. All they could glean from it in isolation, it didn't match anything, but that it was female DNA. Oh, here we go. Yeah. So, Michael had a sister, or has a sister called Abby. The police then stopped focusing on Michael and instead focused on Abby, or thought maybe they're doing... And did Abby live in the same house? Yeah. And what they did is they ret- retrieved a sample of her DNA from a discarded wa- water bottle, tested it. No match. No match. So after that, the police cl- cleared the Langfords and said they were no longer... How do they know that's, that it's someone's DNA when they do pick up like something like that? You know, they pick up a, a water bottle. Like, How do they know that it's actually that person's it's DNA? It's not just like a dog. Yeah, or, you know, or, or someone else has had a sop off it. <laughs> do you know what I mean? No, I think you raise a good point. But I just really laughed hard at the phrase, had a sub off it. Uh, <laughs> they, they, that comes from a guy going into a bookies in Waterford to a friend of mine who used to work in there. And if you were drinking a drink, he'd go, can I have a sub? Can I have a sub of that? Can I have a sub off it? have uh, a sub. <laughs> they, anyway, wait, 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 one second. I want to go back to something. Yeah, so yeah. they're focusing on the woman at the moment. Uh, so here's my theory, right? Major theory. It's actually none of the neighbours. It's no one from the area. It's like an ex- 
or a brother or a sister or some person that's actually involved with that family. Oh, okay. Yeah. It's you. It usually is. It's usually someone you know or someone like related to you. Well, here, here's the final official suspect, which when you hear it, you're going to think, <clears throat> you're going to think the police have done a piss poor job on this. Okay. Final suspect was the Broadduses themselves. That they were writing the letters to get well, out of the deal. Well, this is the first thing. First thing, the Broadduses had apparently moved from a $300,000 home to a $770,000 home. And then finally had moved to this home. Apparently refinancing mortgages along the way. Mm. So people thought that they got to this and they were experiencing buyer's remorse. And then they they decided to write the letters to try and get out of the contract. And how long did everything go on for? Like, how, how long was the timeline of stuff that they kept this up? Oh, I guess, like... Were they out of years? Like, yeah. What? Yeah, you from 2014 anyway until, like, 2017, if I'm remembering the dates correctly. We need to interview the kids. See what they're... Oh, you think the... No, kid's too young for this. No, not that they did it. Just that, like, <laughs> you know, the parents are going to tell them reasons or, you know, it might, they'll hear something. Okay, like something yeah. Slip. But they do, they do know the nicknames, which is interesting. Yeah. I think you have to do a lot of mental gymnastics to get this to work. <laughs> I mean, that's every episode, Raj. This one, though, this, for me... You think this is more than an interdimensional portal in the middle of a forest? You're, you'll think I'm mental, but yeah, I do, actually, okay. yeah. Yeah, I do. I genuinely, in my heart of hearts... Yeah. I know you do. Yeah. You don't have to convince me. Because, so this is it. And you find this with these type of theories. First theory, opening theory, is that they're doing it to get out of the deal. Then later, when they're clearly like, that's not able to happen. The theory later, because people come to try and buy the rights to the story, to make a movie of it. Then people say, oh, well, they were doing that to get money from the rights of the story. What? How that does that make that sense? That they were making up the whole thing in the hopes that it would become a media storm and that then they could they get a movie out of it. Yeah. They're probably not going to make that much money out of it. No, like. but no, but even if you did, like, that's unbelievable levels of, like, prepared. Like, that giving me an idea. So many things. <laughs> oh, my God. Did you see the letter we got today? Yeah. Um, it keeps following us to wherever we rent. The Okay, so that's that's not a bad theory about them, like, you know, getting too invested into the houses and they want to backtrack or maybe they're into money problems. Yeah, or, that one's not too crazy. That's, that's okay. That's yeah. fine. The movie thing is, that's terrible. That That's not true. That's that's a really bad theory. But I'm thinking maybe the two of them are not in on it. Maybe it's just one of them. Okay, yeah, yeah. You know what I mean? Like, they don't both have to be on it. Maybe it is the Derek guy doing it. Maybe so it's maybe it's What's Maria. his motivation, though? Why is he doing it? He didn't want to get the house, and she wanted to get the house. And he knows that financially they can't actually afford it. Okay. Or the other way around, Maria knows this, and she knows, and it was his dream house. Well, actually, she's from that area, so maybe yeah. she wanted to get it. I'll just assume that. Yeah, yeah. And this was a place he didn't want to go. He doesn't want to live next to his in-laws. Because his mother-in-law, oh, you know how it is. I know how they are. You know what it is. You've got one. We've all got one. Wow. Okay, right? Uh, she's just going to be around the corner. And he didn't want to live there. Because he just couldn't put up with her calling in uh, with all her wacky requests. 
and he, he put this in motion then to, to scupper it. Call, calling around, asking for a cup of tea. Mm. Fuck off. Would you ever fuck off? <laughs> but the, that's the kind of the hilarious banter you have. Would you like another cup of tea, Derek? That's it. I've had enough of you. I think I think that that's a, a pretty strong theory. Yeah. That, that they could be involved in it. And also it does. I mean, the letters did stop after they sold the house. But this is the thing, right? I'm I'm sure there was was there any clause in selling it that if the buyers received a letter that they'd ha- they would be able to get their money back. Because, oh, the next family. Yeah. Um, I don't know. I don't have that because if there wasn't, which I assume there might not be, if enough time had passed, yeah. right, and they they're going to buy it at a, a cut down price, yeah. right, a third like of the price, yeah. nearly. Well, if I was Derek in that situation and I was behind all of it, I would definitely send one more letter. One hundred percent. Yeah, yeah. To start off the new crew, and then then they'd be like, "Well, it couldn't have been them." Oh, to cover the tracks. Yeah, I think that's smart. It was me. I did it. I'm the watcher. Oh, you what? Yeah, I'm the watcher. God, Actually, why, adds, how have you not figured this out? It adds up because it would have been the time that you were in America. Yep. Fuck. And because I hate all these people who live in suburban America, where I should have lived. Fair enough. With my crafty gang of kids. That's quite convincing. Would have been the same age as them. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> The but last last two ones before we and these came up during the episode. One ghost. It's a ghost. It's a ghost. Don't buy the ghost. I didn't. I didn't buy the ghost. Never read it anywhere. But did think just for a second. You know me. I'm not even really a ghost guy. But it did come to me of like, how are they getting the letters in the very well behaved ghost? I think it's hilarious as well that a ghost is posting a letter rather than just leaving it inside the house that he lives in. Ghost post. Ghost. <laughs> ghost post. I checked that letterbox if I was you. La- last one. Wait a minute. The ghost is typing it out in a computer, Roger. Oh, ghost post. Actually, do you know what? He can't. That's why it's typed out. Oh, he can't write. He can't write. So he has to, he has to ring uh, someone. Genius. How does he ring? How does he phone a... How does he ring? How does he ring? Um, well, a ghost can move stuff, can't they? Yeah, bit? yeah. Actually, here's a good point for you. Do you think that life, uh, life of ghosts have gotten easier or harder with, like, touch screens? Because do you think it's easier for a ghost to use an old rotary phone? Or do you think it's easier for a ghost to inhabit, like, I don't know, an iPhone 10? I'd, I'd say it's impossible. I'd say it's like wearing gloves, you know, with some phones. You, you think you so? You can't use them. But I will say, there used to be another weird little phone that wasn't a rotary, but it did have the buttons on it. Yes. So it had like weird little buttons the on in it. in between. Yeah. So maybe if they can just dial the operator, which is, I don't know what that is, one, 100, I can't remember. Uh, that's just like three things they have to move, three candlesticks they can they can fall down. Ring operator, go, hello. And they're like, that better not be a ghost again. And like, it's oh, not. this is um, a merge. And then they ring the post or ring a typist. They type it out, bang in the thing. That's the only way your theory would work. Okay. Well, here's here's something for you. You know, people used to call the operator back in the day. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Baby, I'm the operator. Now I'm the one operating the phone. No, didn't work. Oh, right. You just mean in general. Yeah. yeah. I thought we we're still on the ghost thing. If you want to see Roger do some stand-up comedy live, he'll be appearing in the Comedy Cavern in Cork on next Tuesday, the 11th. It's free in, so just turn up and get yourself a good seat and you'll be treated to 45 minutes of stellar Roger O'Sullivan comedy. And as always, please give us a five-star rating wherever you listen to your podcast. And above all, go and tell your friends to come and listen to this podcast as well. And then we can all have a big party like it's Sesame Street. <laughs>